everyone. Welcome back to Life's Curveballs with Celiac. I'm your host, Dawn. Let's get ready to dive into the next episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Life's Curveballs with Celiac. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about a trip that my family and I took up to Orlando, Florida. Um, to, it's called the Pirate Dinner Show, I believe. Um, so occasionally, we like to go as a family up there and just either go to the theme parks or some of the shows that are offered up there just to get out of the house and and give us something to do for the weekend together um that being said the weekend started out pretty good um by the end of the weekend I decided let's go take a trip up there um and actually we weren't even going to go to this uh pirate dinner show we were actually uh heading that direction to go to a train museum because my son loves trains and I thought it'd be a good idea. However, I misjudged the time and um, based on the GPS and the timing that we were actually going to get there, um, the place closed about an hour before we would have arrived and it was going to take us about an hour and 45 minutes to get there. So that didn't work out. At that point, my wife was in the passenger seat and I had told her where we were going to go. Um, while we were halfway on the interstate heading to the location so she quickly scrambled online to look for something else for us to do because we had already gotten dressed up to go and I didn't really want to disappoint my son um so I wanted to make sure that we actually had a good time uh that day and that's when she stumbled upon the pirate dinner show and saw that there were some deals online for the tickets so she contacted them and placed the order over the phone for the for the uh, tickets. While she was on the phone before she even placed the order, she asked if they offered a gluten-free menu. At this point, they did tell her that they do offer a gluten-free menu. Um, and they gave a list of options, and my wife picked the, the meal. Um, so when we got there, you know, of course, my son still has no idea what we're going to. And then we get in line, and there's this big pirate ship off to the side um, of the uh, front entrance of this place. And when we went inside, you know, we get some pictures taken. So it was pretty cool. Uh, Good experience at the beginning. Then right as soon as you walk in after you get your pictures taken, then you are immediately in, like, the gift shop bar area. So we look at some of the stuff that they had going on over there and prior to going into this place my wife and I had talked and we decided that we were going to hold off on any items um to purchase for like the toys and stuff that they had there as well um or any themed items because we wanted to give him the opportunity to prove to us that you know he was going to be on his best behavior and then we'd go get the toy or whatever item that he had picked um And, of course, there's select items that he would have been able to get. So, we go inside, and immediately we are greeted by our waitress, who doesn't speak um, any English. So, obviously, she had no idea what we were talking about when we mentioned that, you know, we are 100% gluten-free for celiac. So, she had to call one of the other waitresses over there to assist her in taking our order. Which we told them, you know, obviously, we are gluten-free. We just needed to make sure we notated that. um, So that way the kitchen was aware. And that there were certain options. And we were told to ask about them 
so that way, you know, the manager or the cook would come over and talk to us to discuss. Um, this was all said on the phone prior to us getting there, so we had to explain it to another waitress, um, at which point the waitress went and got, I believe it was the manager, uh, who walked over and spoke to us and, and told us basically the option for the gluten-free meal was going to be, uh, chicken, mashed potatoes, and some vegetables. Um, there was gravy served with the mashed potatoes. However, the gravy is not gluten-free, therefore it would not be served with the meal. So we understood that, and obviously um, we said okay. Um, that He then offered us a salad, uh, which we also said we would like the salad. Um, it wasn't till a few minutes later after he walked away and came back that he told me, uh, th- and my wife had gotten up prior to him coming back to the table, um, or to our seats, I should say, um, She went to the bar to see what they offered there for drink-wise as far as uh, gluten-free. And when the manager came back to the table, he explained to me that the salad dressings that they have were not gluten-free. So he couldn't offer me any of the salad dressings. But what people typically do is they go and they get um, oil and vinegar and some salt and pepper put on the salad. And I said, okay, that's fine. I mean, I've had salad that way before. Uh, in the past. So I was okay with that. Um, he then offered dessert to us as dessert is offered as the part of the meal to everyone else. And I said, okay, yeah, that's, that's fine. We'll take dessert. What do you have as far as, uh, gluten-free options? And so he listed, I think it was cheesecake, blueberry cheesecake, and there was something else. Okay. Um, offered. And I can't remember at the moment what it was exactly, But I said, okay, you know what? We'll take the cheesecake. That's fine. Um, And he said, okay, well, it's $5 extra for the dessert. And I was like, okay, so we'll take one because we're not really into sweets. um, So we'll we'll just split the uh, cheesecake. Me thinking, well, my wife loves cheesecake. And, you know, when she does have something sweet, it is preferred um so I said yes and he said okay you just have to pay your waitress at the end so we get our salads and that's the first course and the salad had uh balsamic um vinegar on it not salt not oil and vinegar just balsamic vinegar um which was you know a bit tangy um Obviously, that's how balsamic vinegar tastes. Um, that was poured over the dre- the lettuce. Um, and I mean, just barely... A l- I don't even know how to explain it. Just not even a teaspoon of this stuff was on the salad. And then salt and pepper packets uh, were provided to us to put on top of the salad. That being said, the salad was just awful. Like, there was no reason to even serve us a salad at that point. Um, then the, the meal came a short time later and the chicken was okay. Uh, it was cooked pretty good. Um, and then there was also, you know, the mashed potatoes. I dislike mashed potatoes 100%, but I gave it a try. I ate some of them and, you know, I can't give a fair opinion of it because I really don't like mashed potatoes or the consistency. So I can't give you an honest opinion of that. Um, and the vegetables were pretty good as well now it came time for the dessert 
And, you know, while all, all this is going on, we're watching this pirate show, which the pirate show was pretty good. Um, it was very interactive, and it was a good show that they put on. The meal could have been a lot better than what it was, and the effort could have been more, uh, I guess, they could have put more effort into uh, the service. Um, when they brought dessert out to everyone, uh, they brought the cheesecake to the table, or what appeared to be something that looked like cheesecake, right? Um, when my wife, uh, actually broke into it with the spoon, she realized, well, this isn't cheesecake. It it was actually fudge is what it was. There's no way, shape or form, uh, that this cheesecake that they were selling as cheesecake was cheesecake. And, you know, my wife was not happy with that at all. Uh, she tried to speak to the manager about the actual item and explain to him, like, this is not cheesecake, Um, and this is not what we ordered, and the man, instead of being a manager and taking a look at the, the item that she was talking about, uh, he argued with her to tell her that they sell, you know, thousands of these, uh, throughout the day and throughout the week, and that everyone loves it, it's a blueberry cheesecake, well, she tried to tell him, listen, that what's on the plate is not cheesecake. It's a fudge consistency. So I'm not quite sure what they consider as a, um, as a, uh, cheesecake, but it definitely did not look like cheesecake at all. And my wife attempted to taste it and she said it was horrible. Um, I, on the other hand, I did not attempt to taste it. I don't even know what it tasted like. I could tell you that it did look like fudge. Um, so we were not happy. I mean, obviously we still had to pay for the $5 dessert, which was ridiculous because you're offering dessert as an option for everyone to have with their meal, but the gluten-free dessert is an additional $5 charge, which should not have been, nor did it even make sense that it was because again, it was horrible. And the service was horrible. I do not recommend that place for for food. As far as if you have celiac or gluten allergy and you need to stay away from certain things, I don't recommend that. I would say eat somewhere else first uh, before going. That way you're full while the show is going on and maybe just have a drink or something like that. uh, Because the food's definitely not worth it. Um, I know that it comes as a package, but... I would have rather just sat there and watched the show and not eaten. You know, at the end of the day, if I had to rate that place from 1 to 10, I'd probably rate it a 5, maybe even a 4. But that's just for the performers that were performing the show. Um, Because I don't think that it would be um, a good number to give, even on that scale, 1 to 10, for the service that we received um, or the options that we got either. Um, the food was just terrible, and I would not recommend that place um, for someone that is uh, trying to be gluten-free or has celiac and lives a gluten-free life. Um, it's just not, it's not ideal, and, and you know, when, when you take risks like that, it almost has the ability of, of the person getting sick because, you know, the lack of knowledge from the staff. So that's never good. Um, So that's pretty much where I stand with that place. I don't recommend it at all. So just a quick side note. um, As some of you might know, or I might have mentioned it in another podcast, um, 
my schedule is a little different than my wife and my son's. I have a four-on-four-off work schedule. So I work four days and then I'm off four days. Whereas my wife works Monday through Friday and my son obviously goes to school Monday through Friday. So when we came back from that pirate show that weekend, um, it was up to me on Monday to find something other than chicken nuggets to make for dinner for my son. So I'm not sure how many of you guys following this podcast have children that are super picky eaters, but it's so difficult to get him to eat or try other things, especially new things that he might not be sure of. And for the most part, that's with everything. Um, So I made some chicken tenders, as I do for my wife and I, um, that are boneless, skinless, uh, chicken breast sliced up. And I season it with this orange pepper seasoning. It's also gluten-free. Um, I found it at Winn-Dixie. I'm not quite sure if you could find it at other grocery stores because I have not looked. But Winn-Dixie definitely sells um, this seasoning, and it's amazing. So I cooked up the chicken and some olive oil in a pan on the stove uh, with that seasoning on it. And, you know, shredded one of them up. That way he could at least eat it when he came home or for dinner. So he gets out of school around three o'clock in the afternoon and I brought him home and he was super hungry. And the thing is, is that he has baseball practice at night. So we're, we're a super busy family as far as like activities, um, fun stuff to do on the weekends. And then of course, more, more, um, of mine and, and my wife's, um, busy lives as well. So we're trying to juggle and maintain so many things, uh, you know, at once. But I wanted to make sure that he was going to eat his dinner before he went to baseball that night. So I handed him the shredded chicken that I had made, which I thought he wasn't going to eat it. But I told him, hey, listen, this is chicken. You know, it's my chicken. I made it. Go ahead and eat it. This is dinner, and I put some sides on the plate. You know, he he's not a fan of very many sides, so he won't touch them nine out of ten times. So I get him to try at least a small piece, and that's it, of, of each thing that's on his plate, except for, obviously, the main protein. He's got to eat that. So a while back, not to switch gears, but a while back we decided that we were no longer going to buy the gluten-free chicken nuggets from the store because number one they're super expensive and we were going through probably about eight bags for every two weeks that's a lot of chicken tenders and that's a lot of money to spend on chicken tenders when he should be eating the same things that we eat so my wife and I decided okay well let's remove the chicken tenders out of the equation or the chicken nuggets out of the equation and put other things in front of him and have him try and eat those so He actually ate that chicken that I made, the orange pepper uh, seasoned chicken, and he loved it. He enjoyed it and has been eating it ever since if I make it. And I'll make it like once or twice a week. That way he has the chicken in in there. Um, But the rest of it I kind of change up and make burgers and other things. And he eats it, but he is not a fan, for whatever reason, of pastas. And he's not a fan of rice. That I can understand because some kids don't like them, don't like the seasoning on them, would rather have plain noodles. 
but he has yet to express that to us. He just doesn't like it. So, you know, it's it's not easy to cook him certain meals um, or get him to eat the things that we eat that are full meals because, well, he's just that picky. Um, we basically just try to keep up the best we can uh, with the schedule. And on my four days off, that's the time I spend to try to plan what we're going to eat for the next upcoming days. Um, that way it's either prepared and in the fridge ready to be cooked or it's already cooked and portioned out ready to eat. So I'm not quite sure how many of you guys actually have super picky eaters uh, as we do. Um, but that is a tough pill to tackle, I guess, if you want to call it that. Um, you know, my son lived off of chicken nuggets for the past few years, and that was pretty rough for us um, because, you know, he needs other things to eat. He needs nutrition from other food items. And not to say that he wasn't eating, like, applesauce or yogurts or anything like that, but, you know, when you're eating a chicken nugget, applesauce, yogurt diet, I mean, there could always be more vitamins and minerals given in other foods. Um, so we decided uh, about a few weeks back or maybe a month or two back, we are no longer going to buy chicken nuggets. We were buying gluten-free chicken nuggets like four bags a week. That's eight bags every two weeks um, and 16 bags for a month, which is a lot of chicken nuggets. He was going through them like hotcakes. So the first thing that we tried to get him to eat um, was a hamburger. So we made homemade hamburgers and put it on a gluten-free bun, served it to him to see what he was going to do with a side of potato salad. And he actually ate the um, hamburger with no issues. We added some ketchup for him like he asked, and he ate the meat. Um, he also tried and tasted the potato salad, and he kind of liked it, but kind of didn't, so he has not asked for the potato salad since, but he said he enjoyed it, however, we know our son, and we know that sometimes when he says that he likes it, um, doesn't necessarily mean that he enjoyed it enough to have it multiple times, he just ate it because it was on the plate, and we asked him to eat it, so, um... You know, the next thing that we did, I, I tried some chicken tenders. Um, so I buy the chicken breasts at the store, uh, boneless, skinless, and I slice it up into little strips. And I cook it in some olive oil on the pan uh, with orange pepper seasoning. And the orange pepper seasoning, you can get it from Winn-Dixie. Uh, it's gluten-free, and it is delicious. So... Put some of that on the chicken, cook it up, and, you know, for him, I either shred it or I cut it into smaller pieces, um, and he actually ate it. He enjoyed it. He thought it was good, uh, so I try to make that a couple times a week, at least that way he can eat, you know, something different other than the chicken nuggets he was eating. We've also tried... Uh, Missions Barbecue, the pulled pork. Now, he, he believes this stuff is pulled chicken, 
However, it's not. It's pulled pork. And he'll eat the whole thing. And he loves eating it. He thinks it's delicious. Uh, but he doesn't know any better right now. And it is good food. It's gluten-free. They, they do the right thing with the gluten-free stuff. Um, so he eats that and enjoys that. But other than that, I mean, it's really hard to get him to try vegetables. It's really hard to get him to try um, fruits. He wants an apple, but when we cut the apple and take the skin off and give it to him, he doesn't want to eat the apple. He'll take a bite of it and say that it's gross. So um, we've also tried, I think it was zucchini and squash. Uh, He did not enjoy that either. And, you know, I get it. Some kids don't like vegetables. Some kids don't like meat. You know, I happen to be one of those kids that I didn't like onions. Um, But at the end of the day, I still ate my food and was not as picky as my son is right now. So it's a a little bit of a struggle for us. Um, You know, if any of you have any other suggestions on how to handle... I guess, picky eaters and how you guys handle it, just send an email uh, to our email at livingwiththeir, T-H-E-I-R, autoimmune, at gmail.com, and we'll respond to the email. That way we could see, you know, what you guys do and how you handle um, those situations. Thanks, everyone, for joining us here at Life's Curveballs with Celiac. You're throwing curveballs each and every day. It's just a matter if you're going to swing or not. Join me on the next episode to learn more about our lives with celiac. Feel free to reach out to us and share your stories at livingwiththeir, T-H-E-I-R, autoimmune at gmail.com. Go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram, livingwiththeirautoimmune, and Facebook so you can get updates on the releases for new episodes or even some of our meals and experiences. Keep an eye out for the debut of our YouTube channel as well, where we will take you around on our day-to-day lives, also get you in the kitchen of life's curveballs.